The Sports Career Podcast, episode 178. How can Instagram enhance your personal brand and business? Sports Achiever, it's Ed Bowers here. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast episode. And this week I'm mixing up, I'm bringing an expert on this show who can really inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be with regards to your day-to-day life, especially if you're figuring out how to enhance your personal brand online. So I really do hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Sue B. Zimmerman. Sue is an entrepreneur and social media expert, particularly on Instagram, where she supports small businesses who can really elevate their authority in their industry space by applying Instagram marketing. For that reason, it's a real privilege to have Sue as a special guest on the show. That's when today's episode, Sue will share her business career journey and explain to you how you can enhance your personal brand online with regards to your own career development and even business. Sue, it's such a privilege to have you on the podcast show. Please could you share to listeners your business career journey. When did it all start? It really started a long, long time ago when I was just a little girl, like 13 years old is when I had my very first business. So I've had quite a span of businesses since, uh, 18 different businesses to be exact. And Teaching Instagram marketing is what I've been doing for the past seven years, and this stemmed from the success that I had at my retail store on Cape Cod in Massachusetts, and I used social media. I taught social media, and I've been teaching it for 10 years, but when I started using Instagram, my sales increased so much, and I wanted to start teaching other people how to have that same kind of success. So I've been all in, like I said, for seven years. And because Instagram is constantly changing features and opportunities and ways to connect with other businesses, I'm always busy. And uh, I shouldn't even say busy. I'm always able to be productive helping other people understand how to get more exposure, how to become the go-to authority, and ultimately how to make more money doing what they love. And I absolutely love it. I can definitely tell, and you're so on board with you being productive. I'm a big fan of you on Instagram, and we'll talk about that later on on the show. But just going back in time, when you're that 13-year-old girl, what was your first business out of interest? Yeah, so my dad owned a business. He was in the automobile part business, and he sold automobile parts. And I got to go to work with him, and one of the things that they sold were little touch-up paints, and they were probably pretty toxic (laughs) for the cars. And I was able to take those little paints and paint on barrettes. And for the listeners that don't know, and the guys out there like, what the heck is she talking about? They're clips, they're metal clips that you can paint on. And because they're metal, it really held the paint nicely. And this was in the, you know, early, like 
like late 70s, early 80s, and I was painting rainbows and flowers and strawberries, all the emojis <laughs> that are now out there. I was painting as a young girl on these barrettes and being the rule breaker that I am, I was selling them at recess when I wasn't supposed to be. And I really loved what the money uh, it empowered me to do, which was to buy things that my parents weren't willing to buy and have the things that I wanted. And I learned at a very young age that when you passionately do thing, something that brings you joy and you make money doing it, there's this dopamine effect of just positive reinforcement and confidence. And we all want that. And especially as a young teenager, it was really instrumental in kind of my mindset as a successful business owner. And just reflecting on your point with your 18 businesses, what has been the one sort of skill set you've developed throughout your whole career journey reflecting out of interest? Yeah, that's a great question. I think my best superpower and skill set is the ability to grow a community and understand how to communicate with individuals that help you grow your business. And so I always did that in person back in the day with some of my businesses. I did it in my store. I did it in um you know, business groups that I attended and conferences that I attended. But now more than ever, especially online and specifically on Instagram, when every avatar is ultimately a person behind that logo and photo, the importance of how you make someone feel is the essence, in my opinion, of how you can really scale and grow a business. And so I think that that skill for me is constantly being sharpened. And I always think of ways to do that that are untraditional and, and different that make people feel good. So maybe an example of this for people listening would be using the Instagram direct message feature is one of my favorite features on Instagram. And whenever I get a new follower, I send a quick reply with our Instagram guide, which is an eight page free guide that you get when you give us your email. And when people thank me for that guide or, you know, hard up that guide in the DM, it's kind of like permission to continue a conversation. So often I will then send an audio message because you can do that in the Instagram direct message or a video. And they're like, whoa, I cannot believe that Sue just took the time to do that. And again, this goes back to how do you make people feel? So to answer your question succinctly, I think my communication skills have, impro have improved tremendously over the years. And I continue to work at that skill because I think it's the most important. Just with regards to the students li listening in, because sort of my avatars, a person who's at university or about to graduate and then figuring out how to literally start their career from scratch with regards to that communication point because sometimes I sometimes in this bracket as well we think we can do all our communication on social media but how important is it to meet people in person like at conferences because really quickly when I watch your Instagram lives you are like how you're standing now and I think sometimes people act differently does this all make sense so my question to you is like how important is it to have that balance with regards to face-to-face -face communication and also social media communication? 
Yeah. So I think the face to face is the most important before you even put yourself online and try to grow a global business. Like I have, I have a global business. I have a staff, you know, a staff of 10 that all works virtually. And that wouldn't have happened just from starting out what happened from starting out. And I love that this is university students. So I, I was told, I taught social media, like I said, locally, and I, just had this great knack at it from the very beginning because my brain just thinks more so in visuals and I love connecting and and so social media allows you to quickly to connect. But what I did was a lot of local women groups. I, I, when my kids were little, I went to the women's, um, the mother's forum in my local hometown. I spoke locally to groups that needed to understand social media. I ended up speaking at a local real estate agent. And then I was asked to speak at a conference, a local conference for free. And I did it. And it just made me feel more and more comfortable. And then I actually went to about five different colleges and universities. So everyone listening, I live in Boston and there's like at least 20 or 30 in a five mile radius right here. And so I spoke at Boston University. I spoke at Babson College. I spoke at Bentley College, all these prestigious colleges where students really wanted to learn social media. And some of the classes were actually graduate students. I was talking about Twitter or Facebook and I could see by their responses, like I was essentially the same age as their mother and they were laughing at some of my jokes because I'm like, I know what a hashtag is and your mom probably doesn't. And I was able to just like be me and have my, you know, obviously stand up there with confidence and personality and made people feel comfortable approaching me and connecting with me. So I think that every single relationship and opportunity that you have to go deeper and connect with someone deeper is an opportunity to grow your business because even if they don't need the product or service that you're selling, their friend, their mother, their sister, their cousin might. And if you make them feel good and feel a part of your community, your movement, your product, your service, that's how businesses grow. And so I'm always thinking, how can I go deeper? How can I make people feel better? How can I be just kind of like that real authentic, just like real and authentic and not put on any front or be pretentious about any of my success. And it's that real relatability that attracts more people to me because I come at this from a place of experience and doing, and you don't get anything unless you do a lot of things and have experience and wisdom and knowledge. And so students that are just starting out, that's all they really want is experience and exposure. So by immersing yourself in opportunities where you can learn from others who have done what you want to do or just simply attending the right conferences. Like you and I were at the great conference in the UK at Chris Ducker's event at Upreneur and surrounding yourself with like-minded business owners because even as a globally recognized paid speaker, I make the time to talk to anybody that wants to have a conversation with me. Absolutely. Well, I had that privilege of meeting you just before your keynote, which I hope I didn't literally put any uh, pressure because I didn't realize you were next. Uh, But honestly, this is how everybody, how I had the opportunity to connect with Sue. And 
with regards to really building that exposure just for those students because it really relates to today's podcast topic how can students really elevate their personal brand by using Instagram specifically yeah so a personal brand is really an extension of you your core values your interest your personality. And with that can come creative elements such as color and text and design. But I really think that there's a movement in business to be connected to brands, to people. And so if you just simply sit down and I like to call this content buckets and create five or seven content buckets. In fact, I teach this in our signature course, Ready, Set, Graham. It's really becomes easier for you to post on Instagram if you stay true to who you are and what your core values are and you don't deviate. So by knowing those buckets, you should only post content in those buckets that would attract those that you're trying to do business with or grow a tribe with. So if you look at my Instagram account, you will see that it has this colorful essence, but I'm very colorful. Uh, You know, I love color. Everything in my wardrobe has a lot of color. I have four brand colors and you get a sense not only of that, but you also get a sense of my true personality and the fact that I'm able to work from anywhere and travel globally and speak and connect with other people. And so I'm always thinking about that when I'm posting on Instagram. Does this align with my core values and my brand. And a brand is simply the essence of who you are and what you stand for and what other people say about you. It's not necessarily your logo and your brand colors. And so I know that there's good energy around my brand because other people tell me that they love my brand, right? Absolutely. And look, just with regards to a heads up, everybody, that is a great tip with regards to the content bucket. So I really do hope you took that on board as much as I have. So would you mind just explaining to the listeners the services you provide, like from a, the courses, but also from a public speaking perspective, just in case if nobody's actually heard of you, would you just mind giving a little snapshot of what your business is? Sure. So I have an educational online business teaching Instagram marketing globally to businesses and individuals who are essentially, you know, coaches, creators, um, thought leaders, authors, photographers, artists. I have, you know, I mostly work with a female audience, typically 35 and older. I know my avatar and I speak globally about Instagram marketing. I do a lot of uh, keynotes that are in niche markets. So whether it's to real estate agents or travel agents or real or um, retailers and or digital marketers or social media marketing marketers, I can kind of morph what I'm talking about to that audience because of my knowledge base. And I get paid to do that. I also have a lot of vertical markets within my business. So I mentioned Ready, Set, Graham, which is my signature course. But we also have a hashtag handbook. I also do high-level business coaching, which essentially is where I make most of my revenue is from my business coaching because, you know, the world knows me as a globally recognized Instagram educator. But I am a kick-ass business coach because of all the success that I've had growing my businesses. I had my first million dollar business when I was just 22 selling in printed boxer shorts. And 
because of that success at a young age, you know, again, the confidence piece and knowing that I could just kind of follow what brought me the most joy, I'm able to coach people that have a product, that have a service, that need to understand licensing or marketing or online marketing. And it's pretty exciting. So I'm able to really um, coach, which I love, and mentor and have an evergreen sales funnel with my Ready, Set, Graham course, which is pretty awesome. It took us, you know, a good seven years to get that in gear, to be honest. And I also do a lot of workshops. Some people hire me for a day to work with their company. And so I have a day rate. I have an hourly rate. Everything's on my website under programs. Awesome. And just going back to your career currently, what have you been up to recently? So recently I was in Morocco traveling for nine days. I took a family vacation and every year we shut down our business for almost two weeks to just get that white space and creative space, um, which is so important. And it really gives me a lot of time to think about what's important and what impact I want to make. So recently I've just been kind of channeling my personal journey that I want to go on the next year, two years, three years, five years, and figuring out how to reach more people globally, because that's what I do. I teach globally. And I've also started getting really intentional around what I'm saying yes to and what I'm saying no to, because the truth is when you say no to more things, you open up opportunities for the right things to say yes to. So I'm not necessarily working on a specific project. Our next launch is with a partnership with Marie Forleo. If your audience doesn't know who she is, she's amazing. She's the founder of B-School. She's one of my online mentors, and I am a partner to her program that she sells in February. So we're kind of gearing up for that quote-unquote campaign that we'll be a part of. In addition to that, we have our Ready, Set, Graham Pro membership onboarding where I am onboarding two people a week. So a lot of my time and energy is around finding the people I want to work with. I'm, I'm, I'm in a position where I can kind of choose who I want to work with, which is, I know a luxury and it's really easy for me to sell our $5,000 90 day coaching because I'm kind of handpicking the right people. And it's exciting when you're, um, sale, like having sales calls and like eight out of 10 people sign up, like, and it's easy to sell. Like selling is so easy for me because I know I have such value to give and other people have had results. So I know that that was a long winded answer, but those are all the things in my head right now. Hey, I really do hope the listeners are literally switched on as much as I'm just on that point. Um, with regards to like building a brand really quickly. So one thing I learned from you of what you've just said is, and this will help some of the students, including myself, how important is it to sort of build that credibility throughout a career journey? Yeah, so I think that's very important. I think the more that you immerse yourself in what you want to do to make money and get testimonials and have case studies, and even if it's pro bono or you're doing a barter that is so important. So for example, I mentioned that I spoke at an event, I spoke at all these colleges for free. And then I got the attention of someone that recommended I get on Michael Stelzner's podcast. And Michael Stelzner is the founder of Social Media Marketing World. And so I was interviewed on his podcast, I think, 
over seven years ago. And I've been speaking on stage there for the past, this will be my seventh year. And I've been on his podcast like five times. You can link all of those interviews if you want for your listeners, Subi Zimmerman, Social Media Marketing World, you can, or Social Media Examiner. They're all really good interviews around Instagram. And because I did the free, I got exposure from other people that talked about me. So remember I was talking about branding and someone else mentioned me to Michael Stelzner. I got his attention. I was on his podcast. He then asked me to speak on stage. And that was my first big stage I ever spoke on. And because I had that as a launching stage, which is a big stage, I was able to then speak at Social Media Day in Canada, Traffic and Conversion, and Creative Live, all these other awesome stages that would never have come my way if I didn't do the free first. Look, that is awesome. And thank you so much for sharing that. Just on a personal note, Sue, what have you enjoyed the most from your career journey looking back right now? I really enjoy mentoring other business owners, specifically like solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. And when I say mentoring, coaching and seeing them thrive in their business after they have so much more clarity and focus on what to do and what not to do. I think entrepreneurs want to do it all and they get so distracted with all the rabbit holes. And I'm really good at making people go deeper and not wider. In fact, my word for 2020 is deep. I want to have deeper relationships, deeper, a deeper, you know, commitment to everything that I'm doing and not spread myself wider. I want to go deeper. So I think that's a really good message. Awesome. Well, my word for this year is discipline. So look, I've learned a lot from what you've just said. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. Now, to all the students who are still figuring out how to improve their Instagram profile, what three tips would you give to students who just want to improve their personal brand? So number one is make sure that your Instagram handle makes sense for you or your business. So whether it's your name or or your business. And if someone else has it, there's so many workarounds that I do teach. I have a YouTube channel, subizimmerman.com slash YouTube. And I've talked about bios and the best practices. So you should definitely link that so people can kind of go deeper with that. And that's number one is having the right name. Number two is having a very, very professional photo as your avatar, one that represents your business. Often I'm seeing like random cropped photos or logos. And then number three is to make sure that you utilize the subtitle, which is where you get 33 characters to say who you are and what you do. There is SEO there. And there meaning if you use the right keywords, when people search for those words or those emojis on Instagram, they can potentially find you. And those are my three top tips. Fantastic. And just on that note, and you've mentioned a few already, but how can people interact with you on social media? Yeah, so everyone listening, welcome. I would love to say hi to you. Come on over to Instagram, the Instagram expert, and comment on one of my posts. Let let me know that you listened to this interview and what your favorite takeaway was. I think the more that you are not lurking, but being an action taker and doing, the more success that you're going to have. I've always been an action taker. Or if you want to send me an Instagram direct message, you can do that as well. But Step number one is just coming over to Instagram and saying hi, and then making sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel. I drop a new video every single Monday. I go live at 3 p.m. EST every Monday, and that's what you were talking about, right? That The Absolutely. live? 
Yeah, and yeah. it's a re- it's really fun, and I bring on a lot of guests onto my live broadcast as well. So that's where you can get like a regular dose of Subi. That is awesome. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on the show notes relating to this podcast and also blog post as well. And most importantly, Sue, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. You are welcome. I will always talk with someone from the UK. <laughs> I love the that I love the accent, as I'm sure you guys love mine. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks again, Sue. You're welcome. What a fantastic podcast chat with Sue. Now, as you probably imagine, that I'm a big fan of Sue, and particularly with regards to her expertise on social media, and especially on Instagram. Like, without a doubt, this has been one person I've been following for a couple of years, and how I've tried to up my game with regards to social media in general. And the biggest learning lesson I've taken from this podcast is being authentic with your brand and having your values with regards to who you stand for and what you really want to specialize in. And and that doesn't just mean your personal brand, but actually who you are as a person, because I'm a firm believer now that who you are in person is who you are online. And sometimes it can be very challenging to have that. Sometimes we, we sometimes think that we have these two personalities, but when you align them together, that's when the real magic happens of you just being yourself. And, and that's how you're going to attract the people you, you'll be working with. If you're, let's say, um, you're, a, you're a business, you're attracting those sort of ideal clients. Or if you are looking to pursue a career in the sports industry, talking on the sport element, and let's say you want to be a marketer, right? And, and then you want to work for marketing departments. They want to see that through your personal brand, that you have a real interest in that area. Same if you want to be a, let's say, football agent. If you want to be an agent, you've got to be traveling to different clubs, different football teams, meeting different people in in different networking events. I know at this period of time, I'm editing this with regards to the coronavirus going on at this period of time, but we can't meet, meet people in person. But let's say you're doing Zoom calls with certain, um, let's say, agents and you're getting mentor sessions with them. Don't be shy, get permission, but don't be shy to ask if you can take a photo with that person because that builds credibility. You're telling people in the social world that you're really interested in this area. So Sue is brilliant. And honestly, her tips that she shared in this session with regards to, let's say, that credibility bit when she explained about building that credibility is vital in not just being uh, credible on social media, but, but also your area of expertise. So Look, really take on board Sue's advice with regards to building a personal brand and apply it today in today's digital age. Make use of it, apply it to your sports career journey and make it a reality right now. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I'd like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Sue said, your personal brand is the essence of who you are and what you stand for and also what other people say about you. 